Hello, I'm Miles, and welcome to the Bite Size Marketing Podcast. This is an episode in a series that aims to make marketing easy to understand and simple for businesses of any size to implement. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so why now is the right time to increase your marketing spend or your activity? Well, I do need to caveat this with with one big uh, asterisk, I suppose. And that is you would only really increase your spend if you actually had the money within the business to do it. Okay, so I'm not advocating that you uh, go into debt or you make yourself broke. That's not where I'm coming from. What I want to try and do today is to make sure that um, you really understand the benefits of marketing your company in times um, that are hard. So I would say the first thing that you need to do is to have a plan. And whether that plan is, you know, written on the back of a fag packet or whether it's just one page or whether you like to really sort of thrash things out and it's hundreds of pages long, it doesn't really matter. But do have a plan and very much keep your target market in mind. Okay, identifying your target market clearly will allow you to be really effective where they preside right on the platforms that they're active on or consuming what type of medias make sure that you keep your target market in mind and let's not forget the company objectives reviewing your marketing plan and making sure that it's fit for purpose in times that are hard um, is important because maybe it's time to review the current plan and to make some slight adjustments to it or make some massive adjustments to it. The main thing that I want to sort of point out here is don't be stuck on a plan just because you agreed it six months ago when the landscape was different. Be flexible, change the plans up. And we'll talk about some of the things you can do with that in a second. So the very first thing that you could do, and I'll come on, I'll, I'll talk about some of the things you can do, and then we'll talk about, you know, why now is the good reason. But um, some of the things you could look at at the moment is the sort of the, the adjusting things to a low cost or a no cost marketing plan. Um, I have done uh, a webinar on sort of low cost, no cost marketing ideas. So maybe go back and look at those. But things like email campaigns, if you've got a really good CRM, then, you know, an, a, a, a targeted email campaign can be um, very low cost or absolutely no cost. Um, when you are active in times of austerity, it does a couple of things, okay? It shows your com your customers that you are still there and that you are strong and you are stable. So this is one of the reasons why you should continue to be active. Um, another reason is that, you know, if you stop doing your marketing, and let's say, let me give a couple of examples. So let's say you pay somebody to do your LinkedIn posts for you and you think, ah, oh, I could save myself that money each month. But you, then you don't continue to do your LinkedIn posts. Um, you've got your rationale for that. But your customers see that you've gone from being really active on LinkedIn to not active at all. So in their minds, they're thinking, oh, 
well, maybe something's happened to this company. Maybe they don't exist anymore. OK, so you're putting those sort of seeds of doubt in place. If the myth is that companies stop doing their marketing or reduce their marketing when their marketing spend, when times are hard, then therein lies an opportunity. Right. So um, if you if you've got a competitor and your competitors continuing to operate in the marketplace and be visible, you by design have become invisible. So that's one of the reasons why now is the right time to increase your marketing spend in your activity, because potentially your uh, competitors are slowing down or reducing or stopping their marketing activity. Don't forget the old phrase, out of sight, out of mind. Now, uh, one of the things you can do is to look to be a little bit more targeted with your target market. So, you know, making sure that you evaluate who your target market is and reevaluate if you're talking to them on the platforms that they're now currently on, because maybe they've changed their habits. Maybe they've changed the way that they consume their media. So make sure that you are being effective and being targeted with that. So an example, I suppose, is um, if you've been advertising in a magazine and maybe your target market have stopped or are less likely to buy that magazine in tough times. So maybe you look to um, market or advertise to them on a platform that perhaps is free or very low cost to them. That they're likely to continue to be active on. OK. Maybe you can look at some offers. Maybe you can start offering bargains or a lev a product range which um, you know is cost saving or um, is deemed to have a perception of saving the customer money. Um, maybe you want to look at different ways in which they can pay. Maybe you can offer them sort of payment plans. There's plenty of things that you can do to help your customers engage with you, because even in tough times, it doesn't mean that people aren't consuming and they aren't buying and they aren't investing. Consumers, businesses um, alike. So think about the longevity, all right? And think about what you have been in investing in and think about not destroying the really good work that you've done. So why now is the right time to increase or continue with your marketing spend would be along the lines of this. So let's say that you have been advertising in a magazine, trade press, whatever, right? You've been placing adverts in there now for the last three, six months. And you think, do you know what? I'm going to stop doing that because times are tough and I need to save the thousand pound that it's costing me each month. Now, a couple of things. So firstly, the trade and your competitors see that you have stopped advertising. So maybe they will then take advantage of this by advertising even more and pinch more market share of you. But I'm going to suggest that it's a very short term game. So you're going to save this thousand pounds for the next few months. But in essence, you're destroying the £6,000 that you've invested over the last six months. Because as I spoke about last week, you know, marketing is an instant. And especially when it comes to advertising, it's about 
being at the forefront of your target market's mind regularly and often so that when the opportunity comes around that they need a product or service that you offer, that you are front of mind. And by taking yourself away from that means that you're not going to be there. All right. And potentially one of your competitors will be. So don't ruin the investment that you've made across the last um, however long the period is. All right. Continue to do it because the marketing that you do today will potentially have effect and bring business in uh, in a year's time, in 18 months time. It's in the future. It's investment in the future of your business. Okay, so uh, I've talked about the short-term gain in terms of the cost saving versus the long-term loss that you're going to get in terms of your investment. And another uh, couple of examples, I'm just looking at my notes. Uh, Another couple of examples here would be SEO on your website. So you started the right thing to do. You've invested in some SEO and every month is costing you money and you're not really seeing any traction for it. Well, that's because it takes a long time to build that authority with the search engines and for those keywords to get traction and for those blogs to gather momentum. So, you know, you could be what's that analogy where, um, you know, you got that the the prospector who thought there was gold there and they dug and dug and dug and they spent years digging uh, for the seam of gold uh, to just give up. And they gave up when they were just you know, one swing of the axe away from the seam of gold. And obviously that lucky prospector that came along behind and perhaps persisted um, ended up striking it lucky, as it were. But, you know, I'm, I'm waffling a little bit there. But the point is that if you're not there, then you can't be seen and you're going to be invisible and it will allow your competitors to potentially jump into your shoes and benefit on some of the hard work that you've made. So the other thing that investing in perhaps innovation in this period will do is it will set your company aside. So um, we've had recent events, I suppose, that have highlighted this. So the global pandemic, those companies that adapted and found new ways of talking to their customers and new ways of working, they have thrived. Okay, so. Don't think about, you know, don't be sort of dragged into the doom and gloom that, uh, <laughs> that you know, you turn the TV on and every news bulletin is doom and gloom and now, you know, the end of the world is nigh. Think about how, as a company, you can innovate in terms of the products and services that you offer, but also innovate in terms of your marketing plan and start to be a little bit cleverer with how you proportion your time money and activity. So a decreasing competition gives you that opportunity to increase your uh, market share. Okay, quite literally, Um, you know, with fewer products and services being promoted on the market, it gives you the opportunity to promote yours and for you to sort of gain market share. And what this does as well is it allows you to perhaps take some of your competitors' company uh, customers, turn them into your own, and they will continue to use you and your products and services way after the austerity period is over. 
One of the biggest reasons why now is the time to increase your spend and your activity is this. It keeps you front of mind of your target market and it makes you relevant. OK, just burying your head in the sand or, you know, battening down the hatches, which you may feel is like the the instinctual thing to do. Not sure that's a word, but um, actually has like the the opposite effect. All right. You know, it allows you not to be visible out there. The, those customers that you have built a relationship with and you've had a dialogue with week, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out through your marketing efforts. Well, you're going to slip off their radar. Yeah. You know, continue to talk on a regular basis to your customers and they will remain loyal to you long after the um, crisis is over. Maybe you want to build on a loyal customer loyalty scheme. Maybe now is the time to do that. Maybe that's how you're going to attract new customers in and re retain your old customers. Maybe, um, you know, investing now in inbound marketing is absolutely the right thing to do. So, you know, when we talk about things that take a long time to get traction, like blogs, as an example, right? You could post a blog today. You might have a couple of people find it organically across the next few months, but it really won't start to get traction for, you know, three, four, five, six months time. All right. And that one blog is not just a blog in isolation. You need to be constantly updating your blogs on your website, not only does Google like that because your website is staying updated, but also you want to be answering the questions that people are asking Google. So maybe it's time now to start writing articles about what to do within your genre in times of austerity, because that's what people are interested in at the moment. So by you upping your content production, if you like, you may you may attract more customers across this period because you are going to be found organically from the inbound marketing that you're doing. So creating lots of content across your website, across your social platforms will allow people to engage with you. I mean, look, we're on LinkedIn now and I can see we've got quite a few people uh, watching us live today. So First of all, hello. Um, secondly, you know, this is this is free. I mean, all right, it's it's low cost. I mean, you know, the surround on the screen, um, I get those made every month, but it's 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 pounds, right? Um, it's not very expensive. This is one of my very low cost marketing ideas that creates quite a bit of content for me. Um, I was also saying this morning that. Um, in doing these every single week, it's a little bit like um, CPD for myself because um, I, you know, I'm having to sort of write things down and produce some structure to this. And it's refreshing my, my mind, my memory in terms of what I already do know, because I'm sharing it with you. Right. So there's extra benefits there. I don't know why I took a little diversion there, but there, there we go. There we go. Um so investing in inbound marketing now is the right thing to do. Maybe you want to think about researching what your competitors are doing. 
right? Are they going off the boil? Are they reducing the amount of activity that they're doing? Because therein lies an opportunity for you to pounce and fill their space, if you like. Think about, and I, I referred to this earlier, think about new products, new offerings, new ways of doing business. Think about the affordability. Think about offering people payment plans. Yeah. Think about ways in which you can innovate within your products and services to allow people less barriers to entry. <laughs> um. Tracking your performance is also very important. Like you should do that in your business anyway. Um, but make sure that you assign some KPIs. It goes back to the first thing I said about having some kind of plan. Have a plan, put some key performance indicators, some metrics against it so you can actually track its performance and way into the future, right? Certainly with digital marketing, that sort of breadcrumb trail is there for you to, to look and, uh, and look at the stats and see what performs for you. And then what you can do is do more of the things that perform well for you. And the last thing I'm going to say on this is um, don't go crazy right? You haven't got to reinvent the wheel. And the more and more conversations that I'm having with more and more people are around, you know, do the simple things well, like get the fundamentals right before you sort of run off. So, you know, potentially the PR people watching this aren't going to like this, but, you know, doing one-off press ads should come right at the very end of the, the marketing journey. You need to be establishing those touch points, if you like, um, early on in the stage of uh, your customer journey before maybe they um, get to experience you in a in a one-off um, article in a newspaper or a magazine, as it were, right? So think about where your current business comes from. Think about how you can expand that and be more prevalent within that area. Think about how you can evolve and innovate, perhaps changing your products and services ever so slightly to accommodate for people that are being a little bit more careful with their money or how they shop or buy your products and services. And ultimately, do things slow and steady. OK, you haven't got a sort of change things all at once. Um, have a considered approach, write it down and keep the two main things that are important within your business and within marketing. Keep the goal of the company in mind and keep your target market in mind. And for those out there that say, oh, everyone's my target market, Miles. Great. But if you analyze who you're selling to and how you're selling to them, you will find that there are common denominators and there is a... Uh, there is a primary target market that you should go after and you should focus your efforts on. OK, lovely to see Laura on. Um, I, I've got <laughs> See, this is the problem, right? For the vanity and for looking good. I now haven't got my glasses on and I can't read what your messages are. But um, yeah, always have a plan. Um, but to be offered, we like running. Yes. Well, we know Laura likes running. Um, <laughs> for anyone else that has any questions, please pop them in the chat. Um, I am happy to answer them. It looks like we've had a good, um, 
good number of people on today. It's really strange with um, LinkedIn. Um, I get to see how many people are on live, but I've no idea how many people watch on catch up. Um, all I do know is that a, a big majority um, of people do uh, contact me to say that they have watched it on catch up at their leisure. So I just have to sort of say hi to you there. I really do appreciate it. Um, I try and rock up every week and share some of my uh, my knowledge with people in the hope that these little sort of nuggets will help you in your business. Um, but please feel free, pop um, any uh, anything you've any issues you've got in the chat. I do get to look at them, although it is a little bit clunky as to how I can respond, um, but I'm happy to field any questions you have. So there we go. That is uh, another bite-sized marketing session over. Uh, why now is the right time to increase your marketing spend and activity? I hope that I've made that really clear. In essence, be visible, get yourself out there. And now is the time to actually nick a little bit more market share and be front of mind when your competitors are cowering um, behind behind saving themselves a few quid. Right. Oh, um, I think, do you know what? I think I'll have to put me, I'll have to put me goggles on. Um, oh, the, and the phone's going at the same time. I mean, look, this is what I was getting. I was getting the feedback. So Karen, uh, she thought I looked a little bit different. Yeah, I did. It's not a professional setup, Karen, but I do need to work on um thing. She's missed the, the first bit. So I should get onto it. Uh, get them to put hashtag replay in the comments. Yeah, look, I do get to see you if you put um, a comment in the chat. Don't worry about that. I will follow it up. But thank you so much indeed for those um yeah, double digits that are watching live. And to all those watching on Catch Up, thank you so much indeed for your support. And I will see you next week. But from now, from me, ta-ta for now. Thank you so much indeed for listening to this bite-sized uh, podcast. Uh, if you have any questions at all, please do not hesitate to contact me. You can email me on miles at milesmarketing, all one word, .co.uk. Or why don't you send me an inappropriate GIF? You can do that on WhatsApp. Uh, it's plus 44-754-069-5785. And however you get in touch, please do let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know if you put any of these uh, tips into action and what the outcome was. So I hope you have enjoyed this and uh, I'll see you next time.